Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Rockman Power Hour. My name is Jason Rockman, and, and I am your host. Um, first off, we just want to um, start off by saying uh, thank you for uh, supporting this podcast. Uh, we could not do this without all of you, and we want to encourage you to like and subscribe. Hit the bell below if you're watching on YouTube, and you'll be alerted every time a new episode drops, and we, ep- we drop these every Monday. So uh, thank you again for being a part of this journey. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, Today, we've got some really interesting people and we're going all over uh, the gamut when it comes to music. We've got one of the most uh, popular alternative rock bands in North America right now. Uh, We're talking to two members from metric and we're going to be talking to a young lady from an up-and-coming hardcore band out of the uk uh this singer is via france and her name is rachel from the band cage fight so we could not be further apart when it comes to music styles but uh, we figured we'd switch it up and um, and bring you a little bit of everything in today's episode of the rockman power hour but without any further ado and before i go any further let me bring in my co-host ryan stick how are you ryan ryan whoa ryan Got into a time machine and went yeah. back to his old handsome self. You're back. I I am back, and it's funny because it's a radical difference. And we've recorded some interviews with some really cool artists when my old hair's there. Yeah. So for some episodes of Rockman Power Hour, I'm going to be Gwyneth Paltrow in various scenes of sliding doors. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, you know it, it's funny because um, you know the last couple of years have been tough on everyone, and um, mm. I don't think the last couple of years have been tougher on anyone or anything than your appearance i mean dude you are such a handsome dude i'm looking at you now i mean you're like leading man handsome with that blonde hair and you just like you were you were gone like it's it's like you went into you were like you went on like you were a castaway like Tom I was Hanks. on sabbatical. You were gone, <laughs> man, and you're back. I'm just glad. It's because I think our viewership's going to go like through the roof now. Oh, well, I just, you know, I it was kind <laughs> of like an 80s band when they were trying to be a grunge band and it just wasn't yeah. working. No, dude. Yeah. No. Go back to your boy band look. The boy band look works for you. Okay. I'm back to the boy band. There you go. Um, <laughs> so, okay. But speaking so, of not boy bands, yes, <laughs> metric. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. We'll get to that. But first, uh, be- before we go too far ahead, uh, let's thank Heartbeat Hot Sauce because you have such beautiful hair. I don't want you downing any hot sauce today. Wait, wait, you, oh, you're, por- you're pouring okay. below. Like, do you have your hot sauce like stored in your nuts or something or what? Um, I want to be the hot sauce today. You are so the hot sauce. There you, there you go. go. So pour so, me on your food. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got some uh, jalapeno here. This is the uh, jalapeno hard sauce, uh, heartbeat hot sauce. Oh, I love uh, that one. Yeah, I, I know. I, yeah. You know, it's funny now. Um, what's happening is that because we're sponsored by Heartbeat, I'm plowing through this stuff like there's going to be a never ending supply. And um, I'm realizing that I was a lot more frugal when I was paying for it. But I, but, uh... <laughs> but but you know what? I can tell you when I was paying for it, um, mm. I, I was ordering this stuff all the time. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah, of course, they give us free hot sauce. But but I, mm. I love this stuff. I put it on everything and what i like is that there's a hot sauce for every occasion you know if i want like the dill pickle one it'll be the the standard when we're making vegan hot dogs or vegan hamburgers but if i want something on my eggs i'll go a little spicier um and it's just they're great they're just phenomenal and they're making big moves they just sponsored um a nascar car they just wrapped a car they were uh, they were all down in talladega um looking at the new car uh, that that was wrapped and and talking to some of the drivers and spending the weekend there with Dustin Poirier. So I'm really proud of Heartbeat Hot Sauce because they're a small company out of Ontario that are making big moves and they're our title sponsor and um, they're great. So go check them out at heartbeathotsauce.com and uh, you can 
pick up a bottle of this jalapeno, which you will absolutely love. This one's not cracked yet, Ryan, but when I get off, I'm going to crack this and I'm going to put this on something really, really tasty. You're going to crack it like a knuckle. I am going to crack it like a knuckle. And, uh, and of course, we want to thank Studio House Designs, who always keep us looking fresh. Um, Actually, I want to give a shout out to this one. This is like, I've never had a Scream shirt That's in my life. That's a great Scream shirt. That oh, what a great, a great Scream shirt. And what good timing, too, because the fifth movie was amazing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, so, so amazing. But I love your shirt, too. I have a little collection of Tarantino shirts myself. Yeah. They they have all the, the the only rad Tarantino shirts I've ever seen is all on studiohouse.com. Cody is a great designer and uh, I, I I love supporting them. So a uh, big shout out to Studio House Designs. And uh, we also want to let you know that we will have a giveaway on today's episode from the good folks at Paramount and at Shin Communications. Um, they've given us this great jackass package to give away. So I'm going to be showing you some of that stuff a little later on and we'll tell you exactly what you need to do to win that. Um, if you saw the Jackass Forever movie, um, there's a scene where uh, let's just say that somebody's penis is a monster and um, let's say they made that penis into a toy. And we've got that toy to give away. <laughs> yes, it's that stupid. And you're gonna, you're definitely gonna want to win this. So, uh, but why don't we, why don't we kick everything off, Ryan, with uh, with our chat with uh, Emily and Jimmy from the band Metric. Now, I, I, I don't know about you, but I've been a Metric fan for a long, long time. Um, I've, uh, you know, from the days that we started playing them on the radio station where I work in Montreal, uh, I've, I've always loved the direction of this band. I've gotten a chance to talk to Emily several times from the band. This is my first time talking to Jimmy, and. Um, it's just such a great vibe that this band always have, and they always try to push the limit. And um, I, I'm excited. Uh, you know, the new song is called All Comes Crashing, and they just announced a cross-Canada tour. They're going to be um, hitting all over, and uh, they're going to be touring with one of my favorite bands of all time, Interpol, who I hope to one day maybe have on the podcast, because I'm a mm. big, big Interpol fan. Uh, but we got to talk a little bit about Interpol. We got to talk a little bit about um, the new music and about um, Emily's amazing dog, who um, the last time I, uh, I interviewed her uh, stole my windscreen off of my microphone. So, <laughs> But uh, without any further ado, uh, let's get to our chat with Emily and Jimmy from the band Metric. Hi, guys. Hi. I'm good. Um, Jimmy, I don't think we've ever met. Um, Emily and I have chatted. The last time we chatted was backstage before Smashing Pumpkins and you had your dog. Yes. Huh. Romeo, oh, he was just there. Yeah, he's, yeah, in, he's in our midst. And, yeah. and I believe your dog ate my uh, my, mic's, my mic um, foam thing that I had. It was just the food. I don't know what it is. There's some probably horrific chemical in some forms of plastic that he just thinks is like the best uh, drug on earth. So... I apologize for that. I'll have I'll, I'll arrange for things to be returned to you. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Um, really, really excited to hear uh, "All Comes Crashing." It's um, it really moves nicely. Um, there's really beautiful movement in the song. Um, and I'm I'm, a, I'm obviously I'm a big '90s kid. You know, on my show I have an hour called "The '90s at Nine. Uh, but there's just nice movement in this, and it has. I'm not too sure what the what the lyrical content is is going on about but in terms of the vibe of the song it has a very nice positive vibe am i on the right track at all with any of that for sure and yeah. i'd be happy to illuminate the lyrical content for you too tell me you want please so yeah so the idea of all comes crashing is that you know there's always those people in your life that are when everything hits the bottom which it will in certain ways for everyone yeah uh inevitably it, we have those moments who's beside you right and like conventionally that's like a romantic thing right like 
you're the person that's there for me. And for some people it is that, but for a lot of people it's, it's, it's Romeo or it's their best friend or it's their mom or, or whoever it is in their life, or it's their band or their family that they've created. Like not everyone fits like the perfect cookie cutter of what that looks like, but we'll have that family and that support. So it's just a song about like that feeling that you have where you look next to you and you're like, man, whatever happens in the world, I'm lucky because my, my peeps are the best. So that's the, that's what I'm trying to get across, which you obviously felt yeah. in the positivity. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's, um, you know, uh, a lot of people in the hip hop community will, will refer to it as my day ones. And, that's- and, and that's, and I, and I'm all about that. I'm all about, you know, I think the last couple of years have really taught a lot of everyone, the, the entire planet, what's really important and what's important mm-hmm. is the people around you and, and your family and your friends and the people you might feel our family, or like you're saying, you know, the, the people that are there for you, no matter what. And, uh, and I think we're all kind of coming out of that realizing, Hey, we got through this together and we didn't kill each other and we're all yeah. alive. And like, and the ones that are, you know, the ones that have kind of come out of this, this, this mess. Um, I think a lot of us are a lot stronger for it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, you guys have a lot of stuff coming up. Um, you're playing with one of my favorite bands in the entire world in Toronto, Interpol. Uh, and but there's dates in Mexico City. I'm seeing you guys are getting really active on socials again. Is there any kind of apprehension getting back into that um, that cycle of you know album tour? Is there any kind of apprehension, or is it just full on excitement? Well, I think there's there's definitely excitement and there's definitely apprehension. I mean, there's you know in the last few months, I know for Emily and I, we both started moving around a lot, traveling a lot more, getting on airplanes, going to do things because we were um, fully locked down for. A long really, time. the two years didn't really oh, oh yeah. yeah 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 there was and, there wasn't a peep from you guys yeah and it really felt like those first few flights those first few trips to the airport the first time you're like checking back into a hotel you know someone's walking by you on the street and you're like doing this you know um and then you kind of rip the band-aid off and you're like okay i'm back in it and you just kind of go for it and i, I think that's kind of where we're at with the touring stuff and um these mexico shows will be the first thing that we do and I then yeah a long time and having uh interpol and spoon play with us at buzz stage stage is just like that's the best because that goes way back to new york days yeah um with with interpol and i just think that as far as like our desire to come back and kind of be make ourselves useful is something i keep like hearing myself say is i'm just like i feel like there's a there's something we can offer and provide by putting on this like beautiful show and you know, hopefully people can just like let go of some of what they've carried uh, for the last while. So. You know, I've been to quite a few shows since things have started to open up. You know, I've, I've been in the U.S. a little bit. I, I'm in Montreal and, you know, we're back to full capacity. Of course, we're masked up. But just the energy of being in a room with a band playing um, every show I've been going to is packed. People want to go yeah. back to things. People want to yeah. get back yeah. to life. It's a great feeling. It is a great feeling. It's pretty unparalleled. Like there's you know, going to a sold out show in 2018 is really not the same thing as going to a sold out show. <laughs> no, now. it's, there's this appreciation. Yeah. yeah. And I love how much music is coming out too. Like it feels like there's, like you use the like Renaissance word, like I hope so, you know, the more the merrier, like yeah. to me, you know, to feel like there's a, there's a moment and we're part of it is that's, that's kind of when we started, that was the feeling too. Like, you know, what was going on um, at that time, for whatever reason, there were so many great bands and there was such a sense of energy and momentum. And I hope that's true now too. Um, so All Comes Crashing is the first single from, I imagine an album that's on the way, right? I mean, you have a good imagination. 
you're playing it close to the vest. All right. That's, that's fine. Um, so, but there was music that was worked on, I imagine during the lockdown, right? Yeah. Like a, like a lot of music. This is our, this is our reality for that. That looks like a pretty nice reality. I mean, this was my reality. This is my reality, right? (laughs) My reality involved a lot of Amazon drop-offs. In terms of the productivity, I mean, like I mentioned when we started off, uh, I love the vibe of all comes crashing. Um, And again, I don't want to, you know, I'm I'm assuming, but would would, would it be fair to say that the vibe of what's coming is in the same line as that? Yeah, I mean, you know, in the in the classic metric world, there's a we jump all over the place. Yeah, Yeah, our genre is genre defined. This is something we realized. Someone said that and I was like, right, it's like, that's the point. And anyone who's been with us as you have lucky, luckily for us, as we've, you know, progressed as a band and like, you know, other people live their lives and evolve and we're like evolving alongside you, you know, like, and the genre is as, as far as we can stretch it, we want to, you know, as long as we still feel connected to us and, you know, what we're doing as opposed to, yeah, it just being one thing. Like, I feel like as time goes on now, um, and if there were new music, you would probably notice this about it, is that it's starting to feel like all the records we've made are starting to be represented in some way in the work that we do. Like, it's sort of like becoming this like larger thing as opposed to, you know, you're just this or you're just that. Yeah. It's, it's, and I think people's music taste is more like that. I don't know if you, you would know more than me, but I feel like just when you chat with people there, it's less like high school cafeteria, like I'm yeah. a god or like I'm into hip hop. It's right. like, right. People are, are more open. I, I have a 14 year old daughter who is just in her, like her full, uh, like bloom of like discovering music. And it's so much right. fun to watch her get into stuff. And, and then, you know, I'll put on a Veruca Salt record for her and she's like, this is amazing. And it's just, it's just so fun for us to connect. And she loves the nineties. So, um, you know, we always have that discussion of how for me, the nineties were, were magical because there was, there were no boundaries. You could do whatever you wanted. And, and that's one thing I've always found with, with metric is that you guys aren't afraid to take chances and you guys aren't afraid to go outside of the box, whatever the cost, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I think you guys just want to be artists. Yeah, no, I, I think actually for us, it's, it's like, it's almost the opposite. We're, we're terrified to stay in the box. Yeah, and, right, right. And it shows, but it's great. Yeah, we feel like the, our only real responsibility is to try and push every single boundary. And that's the thing that, uh, you know, we have promised to every one of our fans is that we'll, we'll try endlessly and we'll push every boundary and we'll try to end up in different musical places every single time. Um, I have you, if I, if I could ask you, just indulge me for a minute. Um, I wanted to ask you a bit about uh, Cosmopolis. And, oh, and, yeah. and working with Howard Shore. And the reason why is because when Robert Pattinson was cast as Batman, there was a lot of speculation on how good he was going to be. And I think now the entire world knows that it, he's the best Batman ever. Um, when you were working on the soundtrack to Cosmopolis, and I imagine you had to watch a lot of rushes and stuff, did you kind of get, because that was one of the movies that broke him out of the mold um, of what he was in before, where he was just the Twilight guy. Did you did you know at that point when you were watching stills and and and, and watching rushes and, and dailies of him that this guy was something special? Well, it's first of all really interesting that you bring this up because I just saw Howard Shore. Okay, nice. In years, um, at a memorial that I attended for Hal Wilner in New York City, oh, and I invited yeah. Howard, um, and I'm actually going to see him again soon, which is great. So that connection is back. I was so I'm so happy to just hear you say his name. Yeah. Because what a legend in music. Yeah. 
And then with Robert, I mean, you can speak more to, to it because he and Jimmy became friends in that time. Like they, it was so funny that we did the Twilight film with Howard. That's how we met Howard Shore. And then he asked us to work with us again on with a Cronenberg movie, which is, you know, a huge honor. And then we're like, oh, look, it's Pattinson again. Um, and then there was a brief time where I think you were helping him with his guitar collection. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, he's actually a really good example. You're right. Of, you know, it's not an easy thing to do to, um, to be able to like move, move around in the world and, and embody so many different things as, as he has done, like even within acting, right. People will maintain a certain lane. Yeah. So it's to not, you know, take any risks. But I think as, as you say, with, by him doing Cosmopolis, which the book is so good too. Um, uh, you you see that it's someone who's like kind of not afraid, yeah, and yeah, and will still end up getting cast as a superhero. It's not like it stopped him from doing that, but he wasn't like. It seems like he was acting out of um, genuine risk taking. Which right? Did you ever see Good Time? Oh hell yeah. <laughs> That movie is amazing. That's that's my favorite Pattinson role. Well, the lighthouse. I mean, it's like uh, the lighthouse was pretty special too. Yeah, but, but but what I love about him is that he's he's really been able to say, you know what, you think I can't do this, and watch me. And and that's kind of the same. The reason why I'm bringing that parallel up is because I find metrics kind of the same thing. Like you guys are, you know, people will say, oh, you're you're just this, and no, you're not. You're going to do what you want. And and when you come out with all comes crashing, it says to me, all right, they're going to continue doing what they want. And and I love and I love you guys for that. So thank Amazing. you. That's that is definitely the point. Um, the uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you really really quickly, uh, Mexico. I I you know I saw you doing some promos for the Mexico shows. Uh, everyone that tells me that play Mexico city say the crowd is just unbelievable. Cause I know you guys have always had kind of a, a really, really strong fan base in Mexico. Um, what's it like when you go to Mexico now? Because the thing with, with Mexico is they embrace certain bands at a, you know, a fever pitch, you know, and it's, it's insane. And I don't know what it is, but when they latch onto you, they don't let go. Um, how has that been for metric? It's kind of been like that. And it's not something we take lightly, you know, it's a, it's one of those gifts that we that we've been given a long time ago that we nurture as much as we can. There's just there's no city like that place. There's just a it's just a perfect combination of like all the greatest things cities have to offer. And it's just the best people. And um, we just can't wait to get back and do it again. Thank you for taking the time. I'll let you guys out a little early because I know you guys have a lot to do, but I, I look forward to speaking with you in the future if by some chance there is more to talk about. I mean, who knows? It could be. <laughs> but uh, as always, it, it's great to talk to you. I, I love the new song and I can't wait to see you guys live. I'm going to try to get down to that show in uh, in Toronto because, again, um, not only are you guys playing, but you're playing with Interpol, who, I mean, they're they're right up there in my top five. So oh, it's, it's yeah. just we'd love to have you there. That'd be amazing. I hope you can come. Yeah. I promise Romeo will. Well, I can't promise. <laughs> I hope that Romeo doesn't uh, do any damage any of your equipment. You have, you have the best dog ever. And, uh, and when you were on that Smashing Pumpkins tour, I think he needed that therapy dog. I think it helped. Oh, <laughs> where is he? I don't know. Be, be, be out. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you. 
I like their ability to keep things a secret even when it's uh, you know when you're being prodded. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I know. One thing I don't like to do, and I and I know you you know because you talk to people a lot too. Uh, mm. I don't ever like to to do exactly. That. I don't like to prod people and and poke at them and get try to get the you know that 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 soundbite or that tidbit of information that nobody has. I guess as a journalist, I suck, but um, mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of making someone uncomfortable or make them feel like they're up against the ropes and they've got to give out information. And uh, but I. I I kind of like to go there sometimes just to maybe see if we're going to get a morsel, but uh, no, they were like a steel trap. Nothing was coming out of them. Um, yeah, dude. So um, the next guest, I mean, this is, this is interesting. I remember you brought up uh, cage uh, cage fight to me. And when I first heard the music, I wasn't paying attention to the YouTube video. You know, yeah. I like to listen to it for the music, man. Right. And I hear this voice and I'm like, wow, that is a, that is a powerful, menacingly, uh, menacingly vicious voice. And uh, after listening for a few minutes, I'm like, but it's one of those powerful, menacing, uh, vicious voices that knows its notes. Oh, yeah. And I like yeah. that. Yeah. Because yeah. no matter how, that's, what, that, that's the thing. When it's just kind of like random yelling and there's no melody, I kind of check out. It doesn't matter how good the guitar playing is. So as soon as like a, vo- a, a vocalist could be like that and still keep my attention, then I get really interested. And then I look at the video and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. That's a lady. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. They're, 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 they're. Um, the thing with Cage Fight, and, and remember, Cage Fight is a yeah. new band. Um, they're a very, very new band. Uh, there's mm. b- about three songs that you can get right now, and the new, the new album's coming out May 13th. But the reason why I was so excited to have Rachel on is that they're really starting from ground zero. This band has not had much touring under their belt. They have not had a lot of experience, but they have something that I can recognize as a lifetime, as a lifelong hardcore and heavy music fan. They've got something special. They really, really have something special in their music and their delivery. And I think they don't even realize their potential yet. And, and, and I love the opportunity to chat with artists at the beginning because I know just already seeing the shows that they're getting, you know, they're, they're going to be going out with Sepultura. There's a bunch of bands, you know, Morbid Angel. There's a bunch of bands that they're touring with. That makes me realize that whoever is guiding them or whoever is watching their path or helping them, you know, helping put the band on the path knows what's going on and recognizes what I might be seeing as well. So the opportunity to, mm. to chat with a band at the beginning when they're just about to break or just about to, to get launched into the world always excites me. And it's, again, the hard music genre has been done to death. And, um, you know, there's, and, and there's a lot of stuff that's happening in heavy music that's really interesting. Uh, you know, there, there's tons of bands out there that have female fronted, you know, that are female fronted, that are incredible Hell yeah. you know, bands like Arch Enemy. Um, that there's so many great bands out there that, that do that well. But what I love about cage fight is it's pro- it's almost a little bit of everything. Like I love the presentation. I love the name of the band. I love where they go. And I love the fact that when the band is riffing and they're, and they're playing, they, they sit in the pocket. You know what I mean? They've got a groove mm. they The riffs are original so tight. and they have this vibe that really brings me back to like vision of disorder. Um, you know, it, they just, they just, they, they reminds me of like early hate breed a little bit, um, mm. a little bit of Sepultura. So I, I love what they're doing and, and I'm really, really glad that we got a chance to talk with Rachel. So, uh, let's play a little bit of our chat with Rachel from the band cage fight. All right, so I'm really, really happy to have on the Rockman Power Hour. Um, this is a band that I've just discovered that's that's relatively new. 
Um, but immediately when I got this record, uh, I, I was super, super impressed because when it comes to heavy music, I'm very, uh, I'm very picky. And, uh, and I really, really like this band cage fight. And I'm happy to have with us today, Rachel, the singer of cage fight. Um, so Rachel, I, first of all, thanks for being with us today. Um, thank you. I really like this record and I really like the approach of this band because I've, I'm someone who really, you know, I grew up on a lot of heavy music, a lot of hardcore. Um, but I find that the genre now, there's just certain elements of, of, of what I, what I remember bringing me into hardcore and, and making me love that genre of music just kind of has gone away. And it seems like you guys, I don't know if it's what you're influenced from um, or if it's you, what you grew up on, but you have all those elements that I love in a good heavy band. Like I, I listen to your band. I hear, I hear early Sepultura. I hear, um, I hear VOD, like Vision of Disorder. I hear all these great, great bands that I loved. And I never thought that I would hear music like that again with that same kind of conviction. Am I at, at, am I at all on the right path when I'm saying that? Amazing. Um, yeah, so this is exactly what the guys wanted to, to do with this band. They just wanted to come back to the roots. Something simple, but like efficient what did you what did you grow up listening to <laughs> um so many things but i'm younger than them okay so, um, i started later i was a kid and they were already listening to all this metal and stuff me it was slipknot morbid angel okay i started a bit like everywhere and uh and i guess that's the mix i'm doing but the guys listen listen more to hardcore yeah right and and there's just seems to be a great balance in that band. And, and, um, it, it's, there's a lot of conviction in the music. Uh, I find that the lyrical content is, uh, is on point. It's, it's honest. It's, it's, it's great. So that's why when, when I was offered a chance to chat with, with someone from the band, I, I was excited about it because I think this is the band that people need to hear and that people need to get acquainted with, you know, not only is the album coming out May 13th, but you guys seem to have a lot of stuff on the horizon, touring opportunities, uh, festivals. What is it like for, for you when you, when you get in front of a, a new audience that's never heard you before? Do you have this drive where you just want to impress them? Do you, like you want to get on stage and be like, we're going to leave an impression? Well, it's been super fast. So I guess we, we don't even have time to think. Yeah. <laughs> like this is, yeah, exactly. Like we, when we started, we didn't even think that we would play that soon. This is really a music that, it's like a relief for us to just play this music. So when we go on stage, we just, we don't want to impress people. Like we just want to have fun. Yeah, just have fun. And uh, and we're glad that people like it. Do you find that when you do get on stage, you see, because I mean, when you are a new band, you do from the audience's point of view, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, here we go. It's an opening band for a band we're coming to see. You know, we've got to sit through half an hour of their set. Do you find that the, the faces change from uh, to like, wow? Uh, so the face of people is quite hard at the beginning. Because yeah. People are just analyzing. They're yeah, they're, they're judging. Not, and, yeah. Yeah. They're not, um, they don't have this bold face. They, they are like this. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but then they start to know the song, like, for example, Hope Castrated. There's a lot of people singing, so it makes us super happy. Um, yeah. Now you're originally from where? I'm from France. Oh, okay. Alors, alors, on peut, on peut parler en français un petit peu sous. Ah, ben oui. Okay. Alors, alors pour, alors pour toi, um, venir comme toi, t'es venu à, t'es venu à Londres pour rencontrer les gars, c'est ça? Ouais. Alors, du coup, moi, j'étais dans un autre groupe avant, en France, et j'ai, j'ai 
j'ai tout quitté pour euh, un autre groupe qui était en Écosse. Okay. Et ensuite, euh, donc j'habitais en Écosse et euh, je me suis dit, bah non, je vais me rapprocher en fait d'eux. Et du coup, on est tous à Londres maintenant. So, if anyone is just listening, because we have listeners from all over the world, um, we were just speaking yeah. French. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking forward to playing with Sepultura? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are, were you a fan of Sepultura before? Yeah, of course. Yeah. When when we were like um, in my first band, we were like covering <laughs> like everyone. Yeah. Yeah. No. So so I've uh, we've had Derek from the show, uh, Derek from Sepultura on the show before. And uh, he's wonderful. He's you're going to have a lot of fun with Sepultura on tour. They're, they're great. Amazing. great people. They're great, great people. So far, what's available for people to hear uh, Respect Ends. Uh, Shine Don't Fade and Killer. Those are the three songs that are that are available right now. But the rest of the album's coming out May 13th. And this is something I imagine that you want to continue doing. Like, this is something that you see yourself doing for the rest of your life? Yeah, I was like so depressed when I stopped my previous band. Uh, so now it's just coming back. And it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really excited for the people, you know, for the world to discover Cage Fight. Uh, like I said to you, This album, I got a chance to hear the whole album. Uh, I think it's a great record. I think it's exactly where hardcore and heavy music needs to be. And I think that um, I, I, it restored my faith in heavy music because for a while I was wondering, where is this going? You know, where is heavy music going? And I feel like I've heard everything, but you guys managed to bring back this the, the vibe of hardcore that I used to love. But at the same time, you do it a little bit different. And, and I think it's a great record. So Uh, I wish you nothing but continued success. I'm, I'm really looking forward to finally seeing you guys live. And I hope you do get to come to Canada soon. And, uh, and, and thank you, Rachel, for taking the time. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. That's really, really nice of you. And yeah, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to see if we can go come there because I've never been there. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. th thank you for taking the time to chat today. And, uh, and, and I wish you nothing but continued success. Thank you so much. All right, Thank great. You. Thank you. All right, man. Hey, that was that, that was excellent. I'm really glad that this uh, show has the opportunity to not only talk to established stars, but up and coming ones as well, because it's like, you know, you have to be this high to get on Power yeah. Hour. No, like, that's no, bull it, that's it, bullshit. It, it, it's important to, sh to shine some to shine the light on up and coming talent. And, uh, and we're going to be doing that a lot in the, in the future. We've got some really interesting people coming on the show that uh, that, you know, for me, it's it's and for you, too. It's pop culture, right? We want to we want to touch a little bit on everything. And and I love the idea of, of talking about an up and coming heavy band, because, again, this is a genre that's been done to death but when you see someone that's trying to do something original but at the same time um giving a bit of a nod to to you know the people that made heavy music great and put it on the map um i think it's great and i think that's what cage fight do so a uh, new album comes out may 13th go check it out cage fight self-titled debut uh, will be available um as of may 13th now ryan remember a little while back we had johnny knoxville on the show I do. My balls are still hurting based on his, <laughs> based on all of his stunts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. the Jackass movie is now available to own and, uh, the good folks at Paramount Pictures and Shin Communications have given us a really, really cool prize pack to give away on the Rockman mm -hmm. Power Hour. So I'm going to show you what we got. We have got, uh, first we got a, and this is stuff you can only get here. This is not for sale anywhere. Um, and this is stuff that you can only get uh, promotional items that you're only going to be able to get here. So right off the bat to get you starting uh, Ooh, on your, on your silliness, get a little close up of that. We have got a jackass forever shot glass for you. Maybe you can take a couple of uh, shots of liquid courage before you uh, put your body, 
put yourself in harm. So we've yeah, got. I'm a, not sure forever is a great word to put on a shot glass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, anyways, here's we got a jo- Jackass Forever shot glass. We have got a Jackass Forever T-shirt, which is so cool. I love the heart. Yep. And we have got a copy of the film on Blu-ray for you. It has a Blu-ray and digital code. And this is the pièce de la résistance. That's what everyone's going to be excited about. I don't know if you got to see Jackass, but at the beginning of the film, um, they um, they there was a scene where there was a, a Godzilla-like monster that was terrorizing <laughs> the city. Well, here it is. And now it'll terrorize your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so we have got all of that to give away uh, for you. And it is a <laughs> courtesy of the folks over at Paramount Pictures and Shin Communications. Got a copy of the movie, um, the um, non-specific toy that we don't talk too much about, this T-shirt, and, of course, the shot glass. Um, now, all you got to do is like the video, leave a comment below. And if you're listening to the podcast on your, uh, on an audio platform, just go over to our YouTube page, like the video and comment below. We're going to be announcing a winner on Friday. So thank you very much to Paramount Pictures and uh, to the Jackass crew and to Shin Communications for hooking us up with some of that stuff. Um, big, yes. big, th- big thanks to our uh, title sponsor, Heartbeat Hot Sauce. Always keeping us um, very, very well uh, spiced Always up. Always keeping us saucy. Always keeping it saucy. And yeah. uh, this is the uh, jalapeno that I love right here. So thanks to Heartbeat Hot Sauce. Thanks to our uh, our um, clothing sponsor, Studio House Designs, who are always keeping us looking fresh. Go check them out. They've got drops all the time, uh, usually every couple of Fridays a month. And mm-hmm. uh, they're a small company out of Philadelphia that uh, do great things. Uh, thanks to my co-host, Ryan Stick, who is uh, looking sexier than ever. He might not be able to even continue with the show at this point because he's going to get so much fan mail that he just Aww. might go on to bigger, better things. And uh, and thanks to our... Um, and, and Imagine. What do it, I it, say to that? <laughs> nothing. You don't say anything. Okay. It, and, and, as, and as as good looking as Ryan is, and as I am, forget <laughs> about how beautiful our producer of the show is. I mean, Julia Kajerski, yeah. if it wasn't for her, this none of this would happen. So she comes from the land of blonde and beautiful women. She does. That's yeah. why we keep her off camera, because I will lose her if we get her on here in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, and uh, thanks to you for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Uh, and we will see you next week on the Rockman Power Hour.